Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. Because it all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lansing got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude in person this time, Johnny Nani, and we are here to recap an extra innings victory over the Detroit Tigers. Hashtag Detroit sucks. 5-4. Before we do that, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Follow my dude Johnny at Nani Johnny and follow me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand. You need any White Sox gear, go to Grandstand. If you're by the ballpark, check them out. Follow them on socials at Grandstand Socks or go to GrandstandSocks.com for any Chicago sports, but more importantly, White Sox merchandise, merchandising needs you need. Ah, Johnny, we're in person. We're in the Buzz Garage. It's hot. We're sweating. <laughs> We've had a lot of beer. And the Sox just won against the Detroit Tri- Tigers in extra innings, man. Yeah, as you can tell, we're buzzed up here uh, at the Buzz Garage. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's, that's, what, that's what the title of the show is. And, yeah, it was a little bit of an odd one, uh, Buzz. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, a little bit of back and forth and uh, White Sox jumping out to some leads, Tigers coming back at various points, and then a weird rain delay uh, after one pitch in the bottom of the ninth. But we'll, we'll get to uh, what all unfolded uh, in the scoring plays here. But just uh, a little bit of an odd one, but, hey, uh, win's a win. I'll take win all day, especially against Detroit, because I, I hate Detroit, if people didn't know that. I'm not a, a big Detroit, Detroit guy. Sucks. Detroit sucks. I put that on my fridge. My kids know what that is now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's all good. Thank God we took the win today. Sox needed it. Not that they were in a downward slope or anything, but you should be the teams that you need to beat, Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a team that you took three or four from last weekend. Uh, so very frequent uh, in this sort of uh, kind of schedule uh, that has been put together uh, and playing some of these opponents uh, in very close time frames. Uh, we saw with the Indians earlier in the year. Uh, now we're seeing it with uh, these Detroit Tigers. So, yeah, always just to beat up, uh, good to beat up on the teams that you should, Buzz. I think that's a big point that we've hammered home for a lot of our time here on Socks on Tap. But it really is important when you're talking about um, you know, securing your spot uh, atop that division because that is the best way and easiest way to get into the playoffs. Oh, 100%. 100%. So let's start off the scoring. So tonight, uh, another guy, two games in a row. Two games in a row. Adam Eaton goes yard. Adam Angle. Or Adam, what did I say? Yeah, I said Adam Eaton. Did I really, did, did I really say <laughs> We're that? buzzed up, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Adam Angle goes long. He homers left. He starts the scoring off one nothing. If you didn't know... Johnny and I did this last night. He had a home run last night. So two games in a row, he goes long. Start, you know, gets get some scoring going. It's good to see him putting the bat on the ball because we know we can do defensively. Yeah, well, we talked about it last night. We were saying hoping that is just what can kind of jumpstart him into uh, getting back to being familiar with major league pitching. And right now, so far, the returns are good. It looks uh, it looks good after that last night. Obviously, very small sample size here within these two games. Uh, but uh, you know, 
that power. And it barely got out, it, granted, but Detroit is a big ballpark. It did hit off the top of the wall and then bounce over at the yellow line. But, hey, still counts because it did end up in that bullpen there uh, down the left field line. Uh, and last night definitely got more of it. But I think it just goes to show you how strong uh, Adam Engel is, Buzz. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I'm glad he's back. And we were talking about this during the – the game itself is uh, I, I feel very comfortable with Adam Engel being in the lineup, you know, and our buddy White Sox Dave has talked about this for years that he thinks that good things are going to be coming from Adam Engel. And if he can keep putting the bat on the ball, it's going to, it's going to equate to good things because we already know he has the speed. He's got the fielding ability. And if he puts the bat on the ball, that turns him into being a fourth outfielder into an everyday guy. Yeah. yeah. And it's a possibility. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But if it, if it does, it's great for the White Sox. Good problem to have. Yeah, hey, I mean, with the injuries, you just take what you can get at any point in time, any sort of production that you can get. And obviously, we've seen it from uh, some of the guys that we thought would just be bench guys and possible DFA candidates. And you're talking about guys like Jake Lamb. Uh, we didn't know how long or if Billy Hamilton would ever come up and be a part of this thing uh, when, when things were a little bit less grim uh, in the injury category. So, um, obviously, nice to see the guy that is in there in Adam Angle coming through in the clutch here in the top of the second there. Absolutely. 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 And you know, I'd be remiss, man. It's it's a live episode. We got to do this. Did you, did you see the comment, Juice? Did you see this? Can you come in here, please, just for one 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 quick second before we get into the the most home run that pissed me off during the game? <laughs> Give the people what they want. It says, where's Juice? There's Juice. What are you drinking, Juice? Uh, Cub Rally Buds. Ooh. White Sox Cub, Rally Buds. Cub, Cub Rally White Buds. White Sox but Rally hey, Buds. Both teams won today. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Crack them. So, yes, Juice is in the building, no doubt about it. Uh, second run, Johnny, comes into something that I threw a little bitch fit about. Oh, I, and you had to talk me off the ledge because I got really upset. Nomar Mazzara, of course, had to go fucking deep off of Lucas Giolito. Dude, this guy hit one home run for the White Sox all of last year. And granted, it was a shortened season, but still, you expected a guy that had the power potential. Everybody said that, oh, he's only however many, you know, 25 years old or whatever it was uh, when he came into that season with the White Sox last year, expecting, you know, uh, oh, a possible reclamation project didn't completely work out in Texas. Uh, no, you didn't even get close to the, you know, kind of bare minimum production that he did put up in Texas last year. And, of course, uh, he's going deep against the White Sox, uh, you know, uh, kind of frontline starter here uh, in Lucas Giolito. Our guy Tony is not on the episode again tonight, but uh, he uh, met, he texted me during that, and he said Lucas Giolito shouldn't be embarrassed for himself. Um, and I, I agree. I agree. I mean, overall, uh, you know, he did give you a chance to win. But with, with that particular instance just and the guy he was giving it up to at that point uh, with Nomar Mazzara being the one to hit that and get the Tigers on the board here, um, I would say he should be embarrassed. I absolutely cannot stand <laughs> Nomar Mazzara. And in this rare instance of Lucas Giolito slander, I agree with Tony. He should definitely be embarrassed because that, that is one guy I'd rather not have a home run hit off of us with, and that is that's no more Rosara. Well, you buzz, you know what the funny thing is? That opening series of the last time when we played these Tigers down on the south side just last weekend, I was down the third baseline, all right, and – I was sitting there, and that is where Nomar Mazar was playing right field. Yeah, and I told him, you know, we're we're on the Family Guy kick here right now. We are. So We've been doing. A lot I, of family I told guy him. Content. I said, "Hey, this guy's a phony," and I pointed at him. I said, "This is a phony," because he was last year for the White Sox, and guess what? He actually showed up for real this time uh, today to get the Tigers on the board. So yeah. that's all. That's all I have to say about that. Lucas Giolito should be embarrassed about it, but at the end of the day, uh, White Sox were able to uh, come and 
Take the lead back. Let's talk about the top of the four. Oh, we will. If I could steal a line from Nate Diaz, he's on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only way he hit a fucking home run is because he's on steroids. It's bullshit. Um, all right. So where are we going now? We're going to the top of the fourth. Yeah, top fourth. Top of the fourth. Uh, Abreu starts off the inning, doubles to right field. Vaughn singles right. That gets Abreu to third. After that, Adam Engel grounds into a double play, but that is good enough to make the score 2-1. Two, two, and that'll bring the White Sox up. Amp, can you please grab me a Miller Lite from the fridge? <laughs> please. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, so uh, Buzz, to start this thing off here with the Jose Abreu uh, with, with double in the top of the fourth here. Hey, he hit two of them. Big big spots, both of them, uh, in uh, that Ooh, game crack, against Toronto you. to thank close you. out that series uh, right before we came here on that Thursday night game. So um, just continuing uh, where he left off there. And we were talking about, oh, like, is Abreu going to – you and me had this discussion in person here. Yes. We said, is Abreu going to get back on track and whatever? And we said, okay, the bar is set high because of an MVC, MVP season last year. But – I do think that he can still get to a respectable, consistent level of production. And, hey, oh, yeah. the daily double, uh, none better to do it then. Uh, we'll shout out Sox on 35th, my boys over there. Uh, Joe Binder loves running the daily double for Jose Abreu. So uh, it got started here in this inning, and obviously uh, not the way you want to drive it in, uh, but Angle getting it done again uh, with grinding a double play and bringing the run home. We have uh, we have psychic Alex Rude here too, who actually did call that. So fuck you, Alex. I love you. But yes, he did. Alex Rude did call that. So I give him credit because I love him. But he is right. He did call that. So yes. So now we get to the uh, top of the fifth here, and Johnny, this is where we make it three to one. The White Sox do. Uh, Zach Collins doubles deep right field. That'll bring up Danny Mendick. Danny Mendick had a hell of a game today. He was my pick to click. Yes. Dushan Mandick is what Juice and I used to call him. <laughs> when he, we didn't know what his name was when he first came up. Dushan Mandick is what we called him. <laughs> but Danny Mendick comes up. He singles the right field. That'll uh, score Zach Collins. Um, so that makes the score three to one in the top of the fifth inning there. No yeah. other scoring happened after that. But Danny Mendick, man, what a, what a night for him. And maybe he's taking advantage of what, what, what happened to Nick Madrigal. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about resiliency with this team, and that's next guy up mentality. And you need that to be able to kind of continue at the pace that the White Sox have been on so far this year. Uh, and Danny Mendick, just the next example of it. We've already seen it from Billy Hamilton. We've seen it from Jake Lamb in spots. Uh, we, we have seen it from other guys that are stepping in. Larry Garcia with some timely hits earlier in the season. Uh, it, it just, you know, it, it's weird to like think that, you know, and Danny Medic does have some pop and he did play a decent chunk of last season and did put up some decent numbers during that as well. Uh, but at the same time, it's been scattered. It's very hard to do that. Imagine trying to do your job and do it well at the highest level when you only do it, what, maybe two days a week leading up to this? Well, that's that's something that a lot of people don't talk about is you want the instant uh, instant production out of somebody that's going to replace a 1.4 war player like Nick Mandrigal. But you need to understand at the same time that these guys don't get the at-bats they get. So you have to get into a rhythm to establish yourself as a player that can play every day. Danny Mendick. Am I saying he's an everyday second baseman? Probably not. But can he be serviceable enough to keep you afloat? Yes, he can. He just needs the he needs the at bats. He needs the playing time to do so. And if you see that continuing to happen on a consistent basis, which we will now that magicals hurt, you're going to see good things. You're going to see bad things, but you're seeing good things. So, and tonight was good things. So I just one point about Danny Mendick before we move on. We will talk about him later on the defensive side later. But uh, one point on Danny Mendick at the plate before we move on is that. Yes, you are losing a bunch of consistency in hits, and I think everybody would, you know, say that it's the best case scenario if Nick Madrigal would stay healthy for all if all these guys would stay healthy, obviously. But Nick Madrigal talking about replacing him specifically, yes, Nick Madrigal is going to have more consistency and more frequency of hits, um, and you would like that in the lineup. But at the same time, 
what you're getting in Danny Medic is a little more pop. You're getting a little more exit velocity every time. If Nick Madrigal hits that ball, it might be a little weaker. Maybe that gets stopped going through the middle of the infield there, Buzz. Uh, and I think this could translate later on into further uh, extra base hits and home yeah. runs. Uh, so that, that's what I'm looking for. Danny Mendick here Absolutely. Uh, going forward. Absolutely. So after the Sox score in the bottom of the fifth, or I'm sorry, the top of the fifth, um, you know, the Tigers in the bottom of the fifth, they come right back here to make it three to two. Uh, they get a home run. What is it? Paredes. Yeah, Paredes hit the home run to left. And that, that's all the scoring. So it's three to two after that. Top of the sixth, the Sox strike again. Abreu strikes out swinging. Andrew Vaughn walks. Adam Engel. How many times have we said his name tonight? Eight. We should take a shot every time we say Adam Engel's name. At least five. Yeah, we, okay. Well, let's juice go, get the creek, <laughs> juice go get the creek water. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Adam Engel singles the center. Vaughn to second. Um, Vaughn scores. Engel thrown out at third. Yeah. This was a very weird play that Adam Engel got caught in a rundown uh, between second and third bases was on a, yeah. uh, a pick to first, wasn't it? That yes, went, by the catcher. So yes. that's why it goes that far down the line, Buzz. And I think a lot of us were perplexed as to how Adam Engel did not get to third base with the speed that he had. Let's remember, uh, Hamstring is also still at play here. And, yes, that's he fair. is he is good enough to go and be back in the lineup. Uh, but at the same time, you may not be getting extreme top speed at an angle uh, that we've seen in the past year. Uh, and also, when we were trying to go back and look at that play, there were only limited replays, so we didn't really know exactly what happened there, but we were just happy for the run. At that oh, yeah, absolutely. Take the run all day because that makes the score four to two. Adam Engel usually runs like a fucking cheetah. So the fact that he got gunned down something, you know, I don't know how it happened yeah, or what happened. He was caught, caught in no man's land. Yeah, he was just caught. So after that, you know, uh, we go to the bottom of the sixth. Nothing really happens. Top of the seventh. Nothing really happens. Sox still have it four to two. Um, this is where like the next bit of action really comes in. I, I do want to say that Giolito pitched an all right game tonight. He did let up two home runs. I'll read the box score for people if they did not get to watch the game. Giolito went six innings, five hits, two runs. Both of them earned one walk, nine strikeouts Damn, for Lucas Giolito. I know you did. You said <laughs> it in the beginning. He went 105 deep tonight. Garrett Crochet comes in after him. Pitch is fucking phenomenal. He only walked one. He struck out three in two innings, 35 pitches for Garrett Crochet, but it was really nice to see him not just yeah. go yeah. one inning. Garrett Crochet's nasty, man. Yeah, he's and got this some is, nasty This shit. is what I had talked about building uh, multiple inning roles for him, and there was a situation uh, probably a little over a week ago now um, in which Garrett Crochet, it was questionable of should he have come out for a ninth inning after pitching the eighth, and I talked about carving out his role. Well, guess what? I saw, it might have sounded like an idiot then at the time because everybody wanted Hendricks, but it comes into play tonight, Buzz, and works out well for the White Sox. It, it did. It worked out real well for the White Sox, and I'll take that shit all day. So this is what didn't work out well for the White Sox. Rain. Fucking rain. And we have Liam Hendricks, who has been nothing but nails, the AL pitcher of the month in the uh, month of May. Absolutely been fantastic. He throws one pitch. And he does. He complains to the umpires. And man, he can't hold well, the ball. It's excuse boring. me. He threw a pitch through a monsoon. Let's be clear about that. That's very fair. He can't hold on to the ball, guys. It's too, it, it's too wet. He can't hold on. He can't get a good grip. He voices his displeasure. And I think that was what kind of woke the ump up from just wanting to get the game over or whatever he I, was trying to yeah. do. And they decide, and then LaRusa comes walking out of the dugout. Yeah. And it was like, dude. What are we doing? Here? We can't play in this. Yeah, we can't play in this. So they they rain delay the game. It was about thirty five minutes. Yeah, I think and that's fair. Somewhere around there. And we, we bring, were just we were just drinking and listening to music then. So yeah, I can we, tell you we were hanging. We out. got through at least an episode and a half of uh, uh you know uh, what's the big uh, hanging with hanging yeah, hang with hurt hanging so with hurt. I think we did that. That's that's our yes. time frame there. Yeah, uh, on uh, with Mark know. Burley. 
Yeah. So it was a good one. It was a good one to watch. Um, after that, they you know they come back from the rain delay, and Liam Hendricks is back out on the mound after throwing a pitch. Unfortunately for everybody listening to this right now, it uh, was not great. Uh, Liam Hendricks, uh, I believe he got the first out, didn't he? He went up a single first to Cabrera, and yeah. then there was a pop out, and right. then uh, Cameron. Uh, right, Cameron, Cameron comes up. Two-run home run, right field. He struck it well. I'll give him credit there. Uh, he did put good wood on it, barreled it up like you had said. Uh, as we were watching this live buzz, yeah, he did, <laughs> though. He barreled it up because, you know, Detroit's a big park, uh, big alleyways there, and granted, it is a little bit where the stands jet out. But even if you look at where that like wall diagonally goes back, yeah. I think it would have cleared even if he got it further out to right center. So, hey, he just got to Hendricks there in that spot. But, dude, that's got to be hard coming back after sitting down for, what, 35, 40 minutes uh, after throwing one pitch. And you got all ramped up before that to throw that one pitch. Right. And Juice and I, we were talking about that, uh, about the Kopech day. Yeah. You know, about how hard it is, is to come back season, and yep. throw and throw the ball after yep. a rain delay. And then it was hard, to, you know, it's hard for Liam Hendricks. It's not good for these pitchers to sit for a very long time and then throw the ball. And, and that's an issue. Um, but, you know, Liam Hendricks got lit up a little bit. It's okay. He got us out of the inning, at, at least with no – I mean, there was damage done, but not enough damage done to end the fucking game. And that's the most important thing. We didn't end the game. White Sox had another chance to come out, and, and they take advantage of it in the top of the fifth – or, I'm sorry, top of the fifth – top of the tenth inning. Um, <laughs> gifted runner on second. Gifted runner on second. Uh, T.A. draws a walk. Mercedes flies out to center, which will bring Danny Mendick to third. Uh, and then Makata hits a sacrifice fly to left, and that'll score Mendick. And uh, Tim Anderson goes to third. And then uh, Abreu ends up grounding out. But the Sox take the lead five to four. There. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it may not be as clutch as, like, you know, you think bigger for Mankata, a guy like that. You're thinking a single or maybe even a freaking home run in that spot. Uh, but, hey, I will take it. He gets the job done. And also, uh, Danny Mendick, uh, you know, people say, oh, maybe a little aggressive with where uh, the depth on that fly ball was there, Buzz. But, hey, when you got a guy that's, you know, fast like that, I'd say, you know, when you're going outside of the Danny Mendick range and towards the – uh, Andrew Vaughn towards the Uriman, towards the Grandal, Abreu, that sort of speed, you probably wouldn't send him there because no. you know you're going to get host. But from like that, Danny Mendick, like down, I think that's where you go. And then obviously your burners below that, Makata, uh, Anderson, you know. Out of everybody so you so named, forth. I feel like I honestly got maybe besides Abreu, out of everybody you named before like the Makatas and everything like that, I feel like Danny Mendick was the only guy on that list that would literally throw his body into the fire to score that fucking run. Yeah, he did, he did just that, man. I mean, a nice slide there uh, to get around it. And, uh, you know, it, hey, sometimes you just got to gut it out. And the White Sox obviously were not very happy uh, with having to come back out and, you know, close this thing down. No, it was bullshit. The way, the way that it went down. Uh, but, hey, sometimes Mother Nature has some other plans. They were able to beat uh, both the Detroit Tigers and Mother Nature, thanks to that, uh, and Aaron Bummer locking it down with a little help in his bottom of the 10th uh, from the ump. We'll say that because, you know, guess what? The White Sox, when you go and look at that ump scorecard, what was it? They were the second or third team that had the most calls against them. So Third. Third. Through, yep. however, like that was through probably close to the end of May. Yep. So, hey, it's about time some of that, you know, karma baseball luck. I want uh, the good juju, Johnny. Around. Yeah. I yeah. want the good juju. Aaron Bummer and some pitches that weren't close, but we got strikes for him. Also, tinfoil hat time here on oh, Socks on Tap. The ump definitely had a hot date in Detroit Rock City, right? And that's what you and Juice were talking about. The, the, the ump wanted to get out of there, so he's calling strikes so he can go uh, take his, uh, his, his whatever friend it might be. 
yeah. on a date. So. Oh, thank you, George uh, from YouTube comment. He said, "Ump had a hot date. He wanted to get yeah, you. Just yes. that. So you guys are a little behind. Excellent. Love when plan works out like that. Hey, plus at the end of the day, Sox win. Detroit sucks. I will take it. Good start to the series here. Uh, we got day games coming up, so hopefully no more rain moving through at weird hours of the night uh, for these final two. Let's get into Saturday's preview. Okay, Saturday's preview. I know for sure. I don't have it pulled up, Johnny. I'm, 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 I'm your kid. Dylan Cease. You're catch, I know it was Dylan Cease, but you're catching me with my pants down against. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's what's happening right here. Yeah. Uh, so it's Dylan. It's Dylan Cease against Urena. Uh, it's uh, Dylan Cease four and two with a three point three six ERA, one point three zero WHIP. He has uh, pitched sixty one and two third innings. He struck out seventy eight. Only walked twenty eight. That is Dylan Cease. Jose Arena is two and five with a four point two five ERA, one point four five WHIP, fifty nine and a third innings pitched. He has uh, struck out thirty six only, walked twenty four and let up three long balls. That is a pitching matchup for tomorrow. Yeah, let's talk Dylan Cease real quick uh, because the last time he pitched was against the same Detroit Tigers. It was on uh, last Sunday at home. Uh, Beat their ass. The 83s look great. One of his best starts, I think, so far in a White Sox uniform. Yeah, Stuff was looking electric. He went seven in that game, handed it over so you could have the perfect bullpen plan like you planned it out. Uh, went Bummer Hendricks after that, and they were able to close that game out. So uh, Dylan sees. I don't know if we will see a repeat performance, but either way, I'm looking for the fastball command to be uh, at a level similar to that, and I think he will have success if he can do that. But if he does not, could be a long day because these Tigers, as we've seen, can be a little pesky uh, and he could work himself into some trouble and you may be going to a bullpen earlier than you'd like to. So I think fastball command is the key here, Buzz, because there's never a question about the stuff. The no, hammer is it, always fucking dangerous. Yeah, if Dylan Cease has control, it's going to be a long day for the fucking Tigers yeah. is what it's going to be. Um, I'm not really worried about it. Dylan Cease has been pretty consistent. I mean, he's had some starts that make you shake your head, but look, he, the numbers – the numbers I just read off. That's proof. usually a result of the command not being there. Right. So it's a, it's a very, very straight line formula. For the Dylan numbers Cease. I just read off have proven what Dylan Cease has done in his improvement this year. And he's going to keep it going against the shitty-ass Tigers team. I mean, Detroit blows. I, you know, I'm not really worried about him. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a sweep. And we're going to, you know, then that's how I'm taking it. I, 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 I'm looking forward to Dylan C's start tomorrow. I think he's going to he's gonna bring some good shit, and he is going to one-up Lucas Giolito because he's not going to let the Tigers get on the board against him. Hey, I really hope you're right there, Buzz. I could see a couple of runs getting crossed, but I like your prediction. I like being bold uh, with that, so – uh, I like you riding with I that. I have the liquid courage. Yeah, you, you, you definitely do. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see a couple getting through, but also I think the White Sox offense explodes maybe a little bit more uh, in the daytime tomorrow. And also, uh, Urena, I believe you should be getting a righty back on the mound. So uh, probably he has Money Grandal, who is hot as all hell right now, uh, back in the lineup. Yeah, I probably. would imagine. So that's who I'm going for with my pick to click. Damn, so I'm going to go TA. He went over 4 with a walk tonight. TA is going to put the bat on the ball. You, you can't keep him down long. He already had a slump that was just like two weeks ago. He got out of it a little bit, went 11 for 33. Johnny and I, we were talking about this earlier. We're not good at math, but I think that's 333. If I'm wrong, yeah. <laughs> hashtag socks on tap math and tell me how right <laughs> and tell me how wrong I am. But yeah, so I'm going to take TA tomorrow, man. You can't keep him down long. I'm not worried about it. TA is my pick to click tomorrow. Hey, Amp, you got a pick to click tomorrow over there in the corner? Nope. Nope. Okay. Juice? Myself, 36 holes, going four under. <laughs> <laughs> juice, th- juice golfing tomorrow. It's going four under. Um, that's all I got, Johnny. I mean, let's have a good time, man. Like, we, we've been hanging out tonight. We had a uh, beggar's pizza for dinner. We drank a bunch of beers with Juice. Amp just showed up. We're going to finish this NBA playoff game and have a, uh, finish off the night. We had a White Sox winner. Let's get one tomorrow. Yeah, Buzz, I ain't got too much else uh, except shout out for you. Hosting night. Good to be 
together in person. Cheers. Yes, Crack them, baby. Uh, White Sox winner. Uh, two more to come this weekend. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.